0: Welcome. It's nearly Christmas. I'm Giles Alderson, and this is The Filmmaker's Podcast. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for listening. I hope... You are having a fantastic build-up to Christmas. If you're listening to this after, I hope you had an amazing time. And I hope during this time that you carry on writing your films, you carry on doing a little bit on the producing side and thinking about how you're going to direct that movie. Because why not? What else are you doing? Are you playing games? You know, having fun? Sort all that. You want to go out there and be a filmmaker? Do something about it. Even if it's five minutes, this break, do it, make it happen. Thank you for listening. Today's podcast is with the fantastic director, Zach Adler, and the producer composer, James Edward Barker. Between them, they have amassed hundreds of credits. This is a treat for you as filmmakers, an absolute treat. Their film, The Courier, is out now it stars Olga Kurolenko, Gary Oldman, um, Amit Shah and Craig Conway amongst many others Uh, we sat down myself and Christian James who is the director of Fanged Up and Stalled which will be out this Christmas somewhere go search it out and we had a brilliant chat about their filmmaking methods how they got to where they were and of course the courier Zach's first film, *I'm Reed Fish*, starred Jay Baruchel, uh, and that was picked up by Content Film during its opening night at the Tribeca Film Festival. It's a pretty decent start. From then, his second film was *Familiar Strangers*. Then he made *The Rise of the Craze* and *The Fall of the Craze*. *Casual Encounters*, which starred Brooklyn Decker, then he went on to make *American Romance*. Then *Rise of the Foot Soldier*, three *The Pat 8 Story*, and then his eighth film. The Courier, which is out now. During that time, he also exec-produced on Final Score, starring Dave Batista and Piers Brosnan. James Oberbacher had a production company with Scott Mann, the director, who was on episode 101. I'll put links to all that in the show notes. Uh, he's a composer and a producer, and here are some of his credits. Um, the Tournament, Psych 9, Devil's Playground, After the Fire... 4, 3, 2, 1, uh, the Noel Clarke starring and directed feature The Human Centipede 2 uh, Heist starring um, Robert De Niro Precious Cargo Don't Knock Twice Rise of the Foot Soldier 3 with Zach Adler uh, Dead on Arrival Lean on Pete which is uh, directed by Andrew Haig Mara which starred Craig Conway and of course Olga Kurilenko Final Score and The Courier um I mean, what more can I say? It's just a delight to sit down and chat with them and I'm sure you'll get so much out of this. The Serial Killers Guide to Life is out on January the 13th and I produced for Staten Cousins Row, Poppy Row and with Charity Wakefield as well. Uh, You can pre-order that now. Link is in the show notes. And the next Make Your Film event is on January the 28th i'll mention this again at the end of the episode what i'm going to do now is do all the rain Downs discounts and all the shout outs at the end of the show this week so we can get on with this week's podcast because it is christmas and it is new year and the super exciting news is next week's podcast is with the writer of Bohemian rhapsody he's also the writer of the two popes it is of course anthony mccarton He also wrote and produced The Theory of Everything and The Darkest Hour. So that will be with you on the 30th, uh, which is Monday, which is why I'm also putting this one out a little bit earlier because uh, Tuesday's Christmas Eve and then the 31st is New Year's Eve. So a day earlier. uh, What the hell? For you guys, more fun, more joy because it comes to you a little bit earlier. And then it's a special surprise on January the 7th. We have the 1917 the new Sam Mendes movie screenwriter Christy Wilson Cairns joining us that's the 7th of Jan so what treats we have had for you this year and starting the next year with an absolute joy I hope you enjoyed Fernando Morelle's last week oh we are good to you aren't we give me an amen give me a hell yeah yeah uh if you have enjoyed this year please do tell your friends please do subscribe to us it does make a huge difference we're on pretty much every platform where you can get your podcast tell your friends tell anyone you know uh this is a really cool podcast it helps filmmakers that's what we aim to do that's what we wanted to achieve and hopefully we have but for now here is this week's podcast with zach adler uh, myself christian james and of course james edward Barker. enjoy
1: I've just stopped sweating from my ridiculous run from oh, Liverpool yeah. Street <laughs> I'm okay do it, do it. Strip, it's a lovely strip, jacket strip, uh, strip, strip. it's not going to work for a podcast no, is it? No.
0: here he is James is joining us coming down the stairs no, no, no James you're fine we, we've it's started good. in our own unique way I'm taking my podcast. clothes off that's how we're beginning that's how we do it
1: so James you'd like to just pop your trousers and your top on the side <laughs> and then we'll uh, and if you could dance for it. It.
0: so we are in we're in the cinema um, yes or the screening room at the, what's the name of the hotel? Courthouse? The Courthouse <laughs> Hotel, where the courier is having its cast and crew screening tonight. Mm-hmm. That's pretty exciting, right? Feeling good about that. Is this the first time some of the cast have seen it? Emotionally or physically? Yeah. I like it. <laughs> both at the yeah, moment. You're like,
2: both, yeah. yeah. Well, f- thanks for having us on, the, on
0: a, the show. It's a real pleasure to have you both on the film. Yeah, it's podcast. great. Thank, thank you. you. No, thank you. So go on. Zach, no, no, you're, no, thank you. Ex- we're keep, no, no. are going to keep doing, doing, no, doing this. No, guys, um, happy Christmas. Thank you. <laughs> uh, CJ is
1: joining me as my co-host Howdy. today.
0: How are you doing? I'm all right. I'm all right. You look good. You sweated because you ran
3: from...
1: I ran to get here, so I'm really stinky really sweaty. I might have to take off a layer in a minute. But, but at the moment I think my God, lower the layer, layer then
3: they're going to be me, me sweaty <laughs> well <so>. my <laughs> underlayer yeah, exactly. is a white Mr. t-shirt
1: <laughs> and I think there might be patches yeah. so ah, we've, we've asked them to put the aircon on we have, yeah. yeah right. Zach and I want
3: but everyone to be freezing
1: yeah. so
0: they don't fall asleep. Nipple's yeah. Like Hold an alert. It's so, <laughs> unlikely. Yeah. it's so unlikely, though, they're going to fall asleep watching this movie because it is balls yeah. to the wall, full on action. Yeah, It's loud. It's exciting. Yeah. No one's going to fall asleep. I think yeah. you're all right. And if people are in it or they worked on it, they're going to be waiting for their moment. True, so if true. they did yeah. yeah. fall asleep, yeah. that would be really disappointing. They can fall asleep off it? the opening credits. Yeah, so that's, no, no, you no, can fall asleep now. Yeah. I think it'd be really nice to talk about how well, man me you met. It's really nice. I worked on the crisis, first AD, on the sort of pickups mm-hmm. section, didn't I? I came and
2: joined you. This is how we met. I remember, it's what I remember true. about that day, too, is the funniest thing was you and I showed up, like, good half an hour before any crew. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I that? did find that we really weird. Was that, was that was the call time? Was that yeah, the yeah, call no, time? Yeah, and I got there at call time. And we were like... it was late. Yeah. Everyone was late. We're like, I didn't understand what was going on. I thought, and I was like, what, what's going? on? You went, no, it's just. It's, yeah. I was yeah. like,
0: okay, that kind of shoot. All right, all right. And were
1: you could have, because you were the tail end then of your, of a two film shoot as well. How was he at that point? Was he quite? You know, I think you were quite uh, fuzzy headed and
0: that kind of right. Dead Let's inside. just get through. Yeah. It's dead inside.
1: <laughs> yeah, I did some other pickups that you
2: weren't
0: there on, so yeah. that also maybe. I, sure. <laughs> I went to India.
2: Oh, did you? I was like, I was like, "Fuck it, I'm going to India," because we did, we did it. the cut. We did, we cut two movies, yeah, back uh, to we, back. We should jump back because yeah. this is, we talked about this briefly about five
1: minutes ago. This is quite interesting because uh, Zach took on. Uh, well, I thought I was a real hero for taking on one film at short notice, mm. but Zach has outdone me. He's done two films at short notice. So, how did this happen? So, you had these. Tell us what, what. Well, it was, was it? it
2: was the the rise of the craze and the fall of the craze, mm-hmm. and Carnaby and Signature decided to do them concurrently. Mm. Um, and I had done a film uh, that Carnaby was doing the the UK sales for, mm. so I just popped in to do to check out the trailer, and they were like. They had to do
1: the yeah. <laughs> well, just just director. And yeah. they will do. They yeah. were yeah. like,
2: we just had to fire or we lost this director and we're shooting two, two weeks. two movies. Shh. What? Um if you wanna do it. Were they grooming great. you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah <laughs> in, in for retrospect. The so They're right, the they grooming, yeah.
1: I don't think if I read the script repeatedly, and that's two scripts as well you're reading.
2: Yeah. But how did you so were you? Well they were in prep. They were in prep. So so a lot of it was um, sort of I inherited, you know, a lot of cast and crew and locations. And
3: How much prep did you
2: miss? Uh, like it. a month, probably. Mm. So how's yeah, that
0: totally.
1: jumping so how into something? I had yeah. 10 days of prep. Just turn up. Ten so days when of, everyone knows the project, I suppose you're playing catch up, but they yeah. know it intimately.
2: Yeah, no, exactly. And it was a little chaotic, too, because I think you know, there was a, um, a, a separation of the, the team, mm-hmm. of the director and the producer. Uh, so, yeah. so there was trying team to... The bad guy. No, I was just sort of a good the guy, guy, guy who was traversing a difficult. <laughs> oh God, the guy yeah. who showed up and was like, "Okay, I'll yeah. do it." Yeah, yeah exactly. and it took us a little while to get on our feet. I think mm. the first week was was a little. Um, uh, you guys can imagine the first week was a little shaky, mm-hmm. and then by week two, we were, we were okay. Fucking
1: rolling. I've done commercial shoots where you have to jump in like a day beforehand, but they yeah. just want an act, they want a director on set to direct the actors, and that's it. Yeah, but doing a feature must yeah. be really. Well, what was interesting about the rise
2: and fall of the craze is we had, um, I think it was. I want to say 160 seems too high. We had a tremendous amount of speaking roles. We had lots of mm. small roles. Mm. Mm-hmm. And essentially we hadn't cast any of them. <laughs> so we were casting as as we were going. Right. Um, and that was interesting and challenging. Yeah. And and often I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't have much um, input or time to look at Yeah, I mean I would look at people reels, right? quickly and sort of but you know certainly meet them on the day mm. and yeah. be like hi you're yeah. like a very important character in a very important yeah. scene yeah, yeah, yeah. we yeah. will talk about this character yeah. nice to meet you come and jump
0: in on this and obviously come coming from america anyway and having to direct films about the craze it's a very english sort of subject anyway that must have been also a bit of a jump even
2: though i believe you'd heard of them you knew of that world so that must have been yeah it was interesting also you know we were filming around the areas in which you know their story had unfolded mm-hmm. and Everyone has everyone I met had a crazy story, and it was really interesting. You know, to we'd sort of loosely base it off, you know, uh, one or two books, um, but you would have a an event that happened, right? So you had the, the the murder of Jack the Hat McVitie. yeah. But you would have like two or three first hand accounts that are totally different. So it was interesting as a filmmaker to kind of try to figure out what probably happened, what yeah. works in the film, mm-hmm. what. But like everyone was like. You know, people. I was like, my uncle knew the cra. Like, yeah. Yeah, 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 she said they were lovely. <laughs> you know, lovely. People. Meet a
3: lot of like people from the background.
2: Yeah, I did because we shot Three it. Um, yeah, because we shot in uh, well, some of the pubs as well. We shot in some it? of the pubs. Shot in the Blind Beggar and oh, stuff. Wow. But we also shot in um, like Peacock's Gym and Canning Town and stuff. And yeah, we had a lot of a lot of stories. A lot of stories. But the film, it's a rise
0: of the craze and the fall of the craze. Did blockbuster numbers didn't it for signature and it was just <laughs> fantastic right it was a big epic it's like whoa no one really expected it i suppose but they're both brilliant films and big numbers
2: oh thanks yeah no i i they were i think they were the uh, broke sales records and mm. i think i think you know especially the uk i think we like an underdog yeah, and i think we they were up against a bigger film About the Kray Twins. Tom Hardy's one. Yeah, and I think ours were probably...
3: So it's like the Korean Star Wars.
2: It's like the Curry yeah. of Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah, right. Yeah, it's
0: exactly <laughs> the <laughs> same. The upset on Monday. Out at the same time. Out at the same time. Yeah. yeah. It,
2: but one thing that made me really happy is um, a friend of mine, you know, texted me or called me and he said, I've, I'm, I think he was somewhere. Like, he said, I'm in Liverpool having lunch and people were talking and they said, Have you seen the Craze film? And they said, The Tom Hardy one. And they're like, No, the real one. We got, we got the see, reputation that's of being The authentic, the gritty, which is great. Yeah. How long were you shooting those for? We shot them uh probably about 2 months
1: and did you treat it as one big film were you, or was it this is film 1 and then a break and this is film
2: 2 or how did you well we what was great about it is in a way we treated it like one one big film and we were able to um sort of block shoot and we were able to use the same location yeah. and and actually you know it was it was really great in a, in, a, in a lot of ways because of that and i think um i haven't done television yet but i think that would be Something potentially, you know, exciting it, because not only do you get to sort of have a compound of production value, um, mm-hmm. but also the characters doing two films back to back, you have a bit more time to sort of really try to start to like build that, you know, that arc and get to yeah. know them. That was I me- cool. I remember speaking to Simon Cotton and Kevin Leslie who played the leads in that film. Yeah. And Simon's written
0: um, a My Knights of Camelot film and how interesting he said it was at the time, not knowing what what film I was in so he would be yeah. like well, am I doing am I doing the one or am I doing the four Rise of <laughs> I don't know today and just sort of ha- yeah. what my character's arc is now, I thought that was really you know, interesting that for was, an actor that right? was yeah, confusing
2: yeah. For, for us because like you know how it is like in your, your, your it's YouTube hard YouTube enough anyway you're man. like you all want to be on the same page yeah. literally right so you're really, like you have a page number and then you have colors right mm-hmm. so you're like I'm on 173 blue scene <laughs> 1B I'm on was it? and then you're like wait which film are you doing because <laughs> <So like, "What's laughs> yeah, I
0: was in the other film <laughs> which is great and two you met, uh, James, you met on you worked on a film together but yet you'd made like 30 t- I mean looking at your IMDb credits it's crazy Mara recently yeah. uh, Final Score I mean these are just the ones recently obviously now The Courier it yeah. just your credits go way back Final Score together wasn't it what you, you, well, so well,
3: you yeah. were exec producer, so, yeah. so Zach, exec and I composed yeah. Yes. but we didn't actually produce, meet yeah. on that film yeah no um, you met before what's your history we film. met on Rise of yeah. the Foot Soldier 3 yeah. oh, uh, so I Zach directed and I, I was asked to compose it yeah um um, but I think Craig Fairbrass
2: introduced me to the movie. Yeah, he yeah. he's a matchmaker. Yeah. People <laughs> don't know that about him. That, no, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah. Everyone got, says he's, he's great. Got got yeah. He did. It's a cute great. Cute. And, you know, it was funny because at the time um, I had been sort of lamenting the what I felt like was the loss of that director composer relationship mm. that was so sort of, you know, celebrated. Um, I feel like maybe. That isn't talked about so much or yeah. encouraged so much, and I, I kind of was made an effort or made a decision that I was going to try to find a composer that I could really collaborate with, um, because it's obviously so important to a film. Mm-hmm. And I, and I found it in James, who's this brilliant, talented composer, and um, and he's it's true. But what I have, he's sitting right <laughs> next to me, it. and he <laughs> hits me. But what I didn't know is he had this whole other. I know, I had no idea that he had this whole other. Um, uh, life and career as a producer. Yeah, Never, never let them see you coming, Zach.
0: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, you started off as a composer and you were yeah. making music and then you sort of made the switch halfway through to sort of start
3: producing. Was this of necessity? Well, so my dad um, was chairman of a company called The Works, which yeah, back well, in like 2005, 2006, uh-huh. it was their heyday and mm. they had distribution and sales, but they also had... 100 million dollars I think it was from the UK Film Council which at the time Jeez. was like unheard of to yeah put it's into unheard production. of now <laughs> unfortunately they <laughs> pissed it away on Art House Films and, and, okay. and lost a of money but mm. uh, so, but I had this amazing opportunity you know they're a public listed company to like sit on the board every week and just like listen as a proxy and sort of just listen to how the business sort of works mm. and you know I, yeah I was doing a lot of films mm. as a composer and, and once you sort of build up these relationships with directors, you know, you're like, well, what do you want to do next? And I'm like, well, I'm doing this, but I'd love to do this, but no one's helped me. And you're like, well, you know, I've got a little bit of cash I could put into development. Why don't we go away and maybe develop that script again? Mm-hmm. So that's how I sort of started doing it, really. And, you know, I financed a couple of shorts as well. Um,
0: what did you get out of it? What did you learn from that in terms of... Just know? building up the relationships, really. Like, sure.
3: Yeah, I mean, I mean what, what I got out of it was, yeah, the background to... The you know how to build the backbone of a feature really, um, and then uh, you know the first feature. Well, actually, I did an extreme sports film in like 2006, I think, called right, The Chaos you're Theory. <laughs> well, I'm well, not, but I'm a big, I'm That's a big okay, extreme. skier. and and it was about extreme boating, actually, like hiking okay. It was crazy. They were going off waterfalls. Anyway. Yeah. That aside, one guy <laughs> lost an eye, actually. Uh, that aside. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> yeah. the, um, Is that on your crew? Or <laughs> you? No, it's yeah. one of the voters. They were crazy, man. <laughs> well, I like, Literally, right. one guy broke his back, one guy lost his, lost his eye. That's good and drama. I was like, it's a good, good drama.
1: Filmmaker's in the room. But, yeah.
3: <laughs> I'm standing inside. <laughs> You're you like, like, like,
1: I'm, I'm gonna going to score going, the shit out of yeah. you. I'm going to. it was mad.
3: It was like, guerrilla style. Yeah. And... But yeah, the first feature that I sort of really sort of started develop- developing that came to fruition was Four, Three, Two, One. No, Clark's, Noel Clark's, um, wonderful film. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so that was that, and and then I I hooked up with a guy called. Scott Mann, Business. We know Scott Mann. The no, he's been um, on the
0: episode one oh one of this podcast. If you want to listen, I might put a link in the show. Yeah, man, so I, think, do I think I remember him yeah. doing that. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. brilliant. He's yeah. fantastic. Great stories um, about De Niro and the work. Yeah it's, yeah, it's really good episode.
3: And then um, you know, he and I made a bunch of films together. We made um Precious Cargo. So I made like a, you know, a few things with Scott and then we d- we decided you know, it's very amicable, we decided part ways about a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. And I was a bit sort of like, what well, you know, would I be able to find another partner? Would would I ever be able to sort of, yeah. you know, have that sort of relationship? It's
0: hard to find in this business. We've, yeah, we find it a lot, isn't totally. it? It's very difficult to find someone yeah. on your way.
1: Yeah, because if you grow with someone, there's an yeah, other home, but it's hard. So to So I rummaged
3: around for a bit, you know. Yeah. Of, in any full starts? <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Was there any kind of like, oh, we could have something? And like, yeah, you know, there
3: were a few actually. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then and then it just you know. It, it's just like with projects, isn't it? You meet people, and you're like, yeah. "Yeah, let's do that." And then you put a little bit of effort in, and then nothing seems to come from it. And 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 then yeah. you know, Zach says that he was looking for a relationship in a composer, and and I was looking for a relationship in not only a a, a director but a partner. And so that, um,
1: Zach, was it something you hadn't had in the composers you you'd used previously, or what what was
2: missing before? Was it just? Yeah, no. To be honest, I I'd never had that. I'd never yeah. had that. Uh, connection with a composer where I felt like there was that.
1: It's a hard thing to, because uh, I've bounced between and and back to an old, back to previous ones and then to new ones just because sometimes with projects they're not the one your default ones aren't available. Mm. So and it's quite weird having to describe music or talk, and I'm not particularly my musical grammar is pretty crap. Yeah. So I have to end up singing something or describe it in a very roundabout yeah. way. So having someone that kind of knows the kind of stuff you like and you know. If I play this, it's not you know. Hopefully, I won't offend you. That's a kind yeah. of, and it's hard to It takes time to find it, those things. It,
2: it really does, and I think it makes all all the difference. I and mean, you know, it was interesting with the courier is that because James and I were were working together from the very first step. Mm. Um, he, I spent
3: more time with Zach than my wife yeah. in the last year. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. healthy. By the time I got to write the score, <laughs> I just, I just
2: well just yeah you knew, knew yeah, what
3: sounds he liked what he yeah. wanted yeah like before as i was writing it i was like i don't need to play him that because i know he's not gonna like that, that <laughs> <laughs> how many yeah. how many goes that's did you
2: and that's really it's hard to find that and i think it's yeah. it's it's really valuable and, and i think also the part of the process was that the score was sort of integral um to to how the film w- would unfold. So mm. there was a sense in the opening where um Gary Oldman's character, uh the villain was a the uh master manipulator and a, and a and a puppet master and his plan was working and we see the plan unfold. Yeah. And then Olga Kurylenko's character uh, is the fly in the ointment. And so the moment that she doesn't do what she's supposed to do, according to him, which is die, mm-hmm. um, there is a, a, a strong shift in the score. And so that's something James and I um, basically wrote together and planned out. Mm-hmm. So it had that it had that real, you know, the score was, was, yeah. was really organically part of the storytelling process.
1: So with the film, with The Courier, it, you've expertly, because as filmmakers, you can often smell when other filmmakers have had a big name yeah. for, I don't know, a couple of days, I don't know how long you had him for, but I, you've disguised. Well, if it good. was, yeah. yeah, it's disguised really well because yeah. you kind of. I think I subconsciously looked for those things. The three costume changes. <laughs> That, yeah. yeah, that might have been it. Genius. The, the different As way the patch was yeah. moved around this space. my I, think Bruce I, love Willis I think he had one costume change. Yeah, the, 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 just a vest. Sure. <laughs> oh, we're, we're talking here. Sorry you, no, sorry, you sorry, carry on. You carry on. on. Sorry, no. We'll just split this up. We'll
0: we got, up do you know what? Time. We got a review the other day that said, Love the podcast. This is amazing. But you lot keep talking all over each other. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, <laughs> we, yeah. We always
1: say, like, we always, again, whenever we, you know, we just put our preamble before the podcast, we sort of say, Oh, we will talk all over you and vice versa. Because we'll just, like, scramble to say, we should have what a fork
3: a, each and then if we feel the other one's talking no, you like can just, them. Yeah. just just jab them so you guys have yeah. a fork yeah. to <laughs> wait for yeah. do you have you real?
1: Yeah. well when I listen to other podcasts they're really they're really professional and they take time to listen to like, I don't listen to anybody I just want to say my thing yeah <laughs> I've <just laughs> yeah. 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 got an idea people are alright
0: with that do you know what I mean as long as the questions are forthright and people answer enough but it is
2: lovely chatting with filmmakers yeah, more so because than when you do a, interviews. There is an understanding about yeah. the process
1: It's not, you guys it's not have. stilted. I'm oh, no. going back. I'm, I was making a really intelligent. You point were making a point. About, please, I want CJ. to shine light back onto the point I was making about Gary Oldman. So, how long did you have him for? And what
2: was yeah? Because you just for six six months. And six and months. He lived with me. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> because because he is, it's all about um preparation. Oh, so he like he still... likes to give a year. Um, <laughs> with the <filmmaker>. you know <laughs> <what? laughs> moving
1: with you, um,
3: he's, my wife was he's totally Suggesting, cool yeah. yeah. but actually, Gary did seem to. He is very meticulous. He mm. is a rhythmic, like it's like he's, he he hears words as rhythms, and so if you do change stuff or do suggest changes on the day, mm. it, it like he he just has a sort of. Computer says no. Sort of moment, and he's oh, really? like, yeah. oh. and he has to go away, and like, okay, hang on a minute, okay, and it's like because he's literally, it's amazing. He has performed it and rehearsed it to himself as a as a rhythm, isn't he? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I think he's you know he's a genius, and I think he's one of the greatest living actors, and, and I Definitely. do think that he. I think James is right. I think there's a musicality to yeah. how he understands language, so it doesn't serve him to change things. um on on the day because he does actually put a tremendous amount of preparation uh into every role every role he plays what was fascinating i think with him is and cj touched on this is
0: how it felt like you were with him the whole time it's like we kept coming back to him we kept being in his world and it didn't feel like you had a short amount of time which i imagine you did because it's gary oldman and he costs a lot of money three days okay three days you shot all that in three days days?
1: yeah that's pretty impressive. He's in it a lot, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was sort of waiting for the because it's. I mean, I'm, I'm guilty, but we both are. of That here's your higher paid star who mm-hmm. sits behind a desk for you know half a day and like right, got that stuff. You know, but it didn't feel that. It felt That's like you good. were blocking and, and he was part yeah. of the movie. And the stuff you were shooting. So what you're cutting back to when you came back to Gary? I can call
2: him Gary now. I know him pretty Gaz. well. Yeah, Gas. Gas.
1: G man. When you came back to me, it was fitting him with what you'd shot elsewhere.
2: Well, I'm glad that worked. Yeah, we 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 made an effort to keep his character and, and his performance, you know, very much interlinked throughout the story and, and feeling integral and not feeling like you say that he's just sort of popping in. Mm. Which is a, funny
3: because really, when really, he really had three locations for Gary, you mm. know,
2: we had uh, where
3: he shot Frank, and then um, spoiler alert, and uh, and then and then <laughs> in the cathedral, and then in the apartment.
2: Yes, yeah. That's yeah, it, really. yeah. So we shot it all in London, and that was um, made it green it screen, about New York. Yeah, oh, right. Yeah, so yeah. that was kind of wow. actually hard fought. Um because I really wanted his character to be a New Yorker and I wanted it to have that international scope yeah. yep. and um we didn't have the resources to to shoot in these different locations. So we we used um a green screen for the exterior and the interior and then um had a, a plate shot in New York and uh was a, was put into the VFX. Um, and I'm really pleased with how it looks. I think it I think I am, yeah. it it, yeah. it looks like it's New York.
0: It and really I does. Yeah, I, I totally buy that. So, yeah. How was it working with Gary then? You said he was, you know, he was sort of meticulous. He thought about it when he comes in. How was the process as a director working with someone like Gary for you? You know, it's 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 a big star. What was what's was your you tell process? In
3: the accent story?
2: The accent oh, story. did you just <laughs> 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 go on really? tell, yeah. tell us all. Come yeah. on. I, tell us we can, you I, know, It's fine. It's good. <laughs> um the, apparently um, he, he his character, Gary Ullman with an American accent, somehow is more... What's the word? Oh, uh, well, I didn't mean that bit, but yeah, okay,
3: go on. How I tell that okay, story? Fine. But... Okay, fine. So... In order, in you literally order... can't tell that Okay, story fine. Okay, I'll tell no, that bit. T- tell the story, <laughs> okay, and then I'll, we can work out how to. I'll, re- get in yeah. I'll get I'll get in trouble for that bit, and then you tell the the, the good bit. Yeah. So, uh, um, I'm not sure yes, there it's a, is a good bit. There is.
2: It's fun because, like, you, yeah, uh,
1: there's a lot. You'll of, know uh, it when you, it comes up, and you'll hit the punchline. Yeah. You, you created a lot of drama here. We'll probably pop to an advert right. now. Yeah. Right yeah. now. Yeah. Come yeah. back after the
3: no. Basically, it's it's that Gary with an American accent is is worth more domestically. Um, but that's not like that. That's what was driven. That's what was driving the finances behind that decision. Mm-hmm. But what was it, it was a creative decision that Zach always wanted him to play with an American accent because it was based on American characters, like yeah. real life American characters that, that Zach knew. Mm-hmm. I got very close with Doug, his his manager, and, and and Doug was basically like, you know, not even Chris Nolan knew what accent Gary was going to play on 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 Batman. Right, you know, you find yeah. out on the day, yeah. yeah, and 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 we were like, really, oh, shit, okay, uh, <laughs> that's so, Chris Nolan. What's he going to do here? Yeah. He? And <laughs> to so, you know, he a Scottish dance, late. and and and, <laughs> <laughs> and and it was just like the, we had we had the financiers sweating, didn't we? Yeah. Um, well, sure. there was
2: a certain amount of pressure to that he would have an American accent, and yeah, James is right. It it was always intended to be, and I I had yeah, no, 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 no go, on, go, on, go. Oh, on. I was just going to yeah. say, I had um this conversation with Gary Oldman over the phone because I was in London prepping and he was in Los Angeles and we were talking about the script and we we had a great long talk and I was telling him about the character and how I loosely based it on two people and I knew I was supposed to, in that conversation, sort of confirm that it would be an American accent. However, that's
3: when I had my fault. Like, to, yeah. to,
2: in order, <laughs> because I had said it's based on two New Yorkers, we mm. talked about the New Yorkers it was based on, for me to actually say out loud, and he'll have an American accent, felt so tonally off. Felt like saying, oh, and um Gary Olman when he goes outside he'll be wearing shoes. It felt like a stupid yeah, thing to say. Sure. So then when I kept asking me. I was like, "Yeah, I think so." And so at, and that was the thing where the day before we asked um Doug, who's like "Yes, yeah, manager but also sort of his yeah. very close friend, producing part producing partner. I said, "Look, you know, I'm sure it's fine, but you know, is is Gary going to have an American accent tomorrow?" And he, and he said, "Well, I have no idea." <laughs> he, said, he, said, he, said, he said it's not going to be Gary like Italian-American, Wichita. but it, and it's not going to be broad Scottish yeah. like Sean Connery. Besides, that, I have no yeah. idea. Gary's going to do what Gary's going to do. And I was like, wow. right. And I was like, well, and if he is doing, let's say, an English accent or something, is it cool if I were to like give him a... Uh, a note and, and, and he was like, No. <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, yeah. he's like, Gary, Gary, is, you know, he's been doing this for months. Like, he's, he's got, rehearsing. he's rehearsing. Like, it is done.
1: That's the challenge, is it? When you, when you, I suppose, you're working with an actor who's done so many films, mm. how do you know what to give them?
2: It's, it, what direction was? Yeah, as in,
1: yeah. At, at what point do you step in? Do you wait till they ask you? How did you? How did you traverse this? When did you decide? Did, did, did do you did, let him ask you for?
2: Yeah, I think the truth is because, as you know, filmmakers will be listening to this. I got, I got really lucky um, in this particular instance where um, a friend of my wife's uh, knew uh, Joe Wright, who had directed direct him, uh, yeah. Gary in dark sour Mm -hmm. where he obviously Mm -hmm. played um churchill and won the oscar Oscar. and um he knew the accent there i reached him (laughs) so i reached out to joe wright who was incredibly generous and called me and we had about a yeah 40 minute conversation and he literally kind of told me what it was like um and things that he had learned about what would work well what would not work well Mm -hmm. and i and i think had I not had that, uh, it would have been more difficult. But having that information and that and that sort of tool bag um, to be able to approach things, it really helped. And to be honest, experientially, it was it was really fun. Um, you know, they say like, "Don't meet your heroes," mm-hmm. and that to me has been true my entire life. And it's I think normal. You know, you you have an idea of someone, you meet them, and it shatters that, and that has happened to me time and time again, <laughs> and broken my heart time and time again. <laughs> um Gary Ullman is the only time um thus far in my life where Gary Gilman was a hero you know from yeah. Sid Nancy and True Romance and these performances definitely a hero and then meeting him and working with him he's more of a hero now than uh than before and that's very special that and it, and it special, really was yeah. a you know a very exciting um experience yeah but the
3: but the end of the accent story yeah. Is, yeah.
2: is that we you know one of the financiers
3: w- was on set and and he needed this American accent and so you know we're like five minutes before we're out of shoot holy shit this
0: is a bit like Billy Murray is he gonna turn up not Billy Murray sorry Billy Murray will turn up Billy Murray yeah this is like Bill Murray yeah he gave me a scarf once yeah Billy Murray which one because Billy Murray is a brilliant
1: UK actor no Billy Murray gave me a scarf I really like him did you need a scarf were you cold was it
2: like he's just a very (laughs) nice (laughs) man it was a summer it was a really hot day
1: that means he's trying to strangle you
2: yeah what's going on give me the
0: scarf I imagine you work with him on the um, yeah. yeah, rise of the foot soldier. Yeah, three. yeah. yeah. He's okay, a cool. Man. So right, this is not Bill Murray. Yeah. Is he going to turn up? Yeah. Is he not? He, but uh, Gary was there. Just Gary was there. But now there. you yeah. don't know if he's doing
3: the accent. So it's five minutes before, yeah. Zach calls I first because because we did Gary first. So, oh, first so your first ever
0: shots on the career were yeah. with Gary oh, Yeah, yeah oh, So oh, I tried oh, to get him at
3: the end. But the yes, only available better. because I wanted Zach to have ease in great. and then mm, do the shoot yeah, and then please. get to the star. Yeah. But but it was <laughs> the only chance that we had, because he was over for the BAFTAs, he was presenting an award. As he does. And then he and then he lives in he lives just outside of LA. Mm. Um and so in Palm Springs. And uh it was the only chance we had. And so, you know we're there and five minutes before Zach calls, you know, <laughs> let's go. Uh we have the finances sitting on the other side of the room. Literally, his
2: legs will not sit still. Well, I had still. to tell him what the truth. I said, "He, said, he is it?' Up, he I, he, he said, is is it going to be an American accent?'" And I said, "Look, Gary's going to do, do. do what Gary's going to do. Gary's what Gary's going to do." And he went. His face was. He
3: didn't say I anything. Said, but His face <laughs> went. You're fucking kidding me. Fuck.
1: <laughs> what can you do? Like you can do nothing. I can do nothing. Uh, yeah, yeah. You like, and well, you if, can't
3: tell him to change yeah. it if he starts.
1: What yeah. yeah. do you say? You tell him.
3: So he came yeah. out, so the, exactly, yeah. so the camera rolled. Well, hang on. No, no. So then I've got Doug, who's Gary's manager, Yeah. sitting next to me, and he's like, James, is, is this guy okay? Because the finances well, exactly. literally, oh, no finances, because he was <laughs> just falling. He was literally, this chair almost it's,
1: broke with right, how much right, he was shaking.
2: Right, right.
1: And then. Uh, he's clearly promised somebody that, don't worry, I've got it sorted. gary That's yeah. how they sell the movie. Well, I because I get, get it. It. I did. But that, and that, was, yeah.
2: my, that was my. I'll never he, do that again. And I was like, yeah, I'll take care of it. Shit. And then he called action. And
3: Gary's first words came out. <laughs> and this shaking stopped, and he just slumped oh. And he looked over at me like he just had sex. And, was just, and, and, then, and then Doug again said to me, Is he okay? <laughs> I, was just, I was just like, Yeah,
0: he's always like that. That's amazing. That's so good. I, we love financiers, obviously, because they, they help make the films for us and they make things move forward. But so working with Gary was wonderful. Yeah. In those scenes with Craig Conway as well, who's wonderful. I know you've worked with yeah, him. Yeah, very good friend. Mara. I've scored his death.
3: Seven times I seven think. deaths yeah. for Craig yeah. Conway. This was the first yeah. time he didn't die. In this. No, I did die in this movie. Yes, the oh. first time I didn't. He, he lived. lived, he did, he, was he going prevailed. To...
0: Ah, he was going to come uh, and do Arthur I and I was Merlin disappointed. <laughs> I bet, and he wasn't going to die in that, which is yeah. was, was great, but he couldn't because he was filming something else. Um, did he die in a thing? The other thing, the other thing he probably did—he probably, probably did—but yeah. did. Well, kill him in the sequel. He dies in a lot. The you sequel, didn't... *The Courier* too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kill him yeah. in that. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Just bring him back to kill yeah. him in that. But, no, but he was, yeah, absolutely fantastic actor and really fun. He's um, on episode eighty, by the way, if you want to listen yeah. to the you, podcast you with him.
1: You, course, no, no, I you wrote. You have it. an amazing yeah, chronological memory. Yeah. Yeah. Or is this beforehand? I looked it up beforehand. I admit nothing. I looked it up, but they do not it Yeah, well, that it. for the
3: listeners, Giles has a notebook in front of him.
0: Actually, I wrote. for on notes, did and you? I printed them off for me and CJ, and I
1: left them at home. <laughs> yeah. oh, ah. I did, I, this was one of the things I didn't need notes. He doesn't saying need it. Earlier, <laughs> Zach and He's I, we. Showing he, you up. Shot, I don't need this. I don't need this
0: so anyway to to jump back to so obviously Mario starred Olga Kurilenko yep. there is that how you brought her on board for The Courier here that was my segue my link yeah and we went off yeah t- no no so, no, no, no was no, no. that in your
1: notes
3: uh, you um,
0: I had you? it in my brain though. oh well done so thank Definitely.
3: you you know she was incredible with <laughs> in that um, I think I think uh, like my experience with Olga Primaro was that she hadn't had a lot of roles with um, like a, a huge amount of sort of emotional sort of Sort of depth to it, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. She mm-hmm. she sort of always asked, to sort of play quite straight down the middle, mm. sort of action roles. And uh, so when she came on Mara, um, in fact we we brought her on Mara, and then she left the project. And it then took us two years to try and find another lead. And That's then eventually right. we came back to Olga as a last minute sort mm-hmm. of because we had the finance sort of then, and we had to shoot it in six weeks time. We like oh fuck it, let's go like let's just try and get Olga again. She was yeah. the first choice, and she came back on board. And she just knocked it out the park, like she was amazing, like was. really intense. The
0: film's amazing, Mara. If you Thank haven't you. seen it, uh, do go watch it, Craig and um, Olga. Are brilliant in Thank it, and you. it's a wonderful that means film. Should be proud. It's yeah. wonderful because lo- really, really I know really it's low budget, and I, you yeah. know, in terms of movie making, American budgets, it's low. Yeah, but yeah, no, it was. It's it great. Was. It's great. How, let's but, talk about finance then, because now you're you you've moved into that sort of realm. You know, yeah. Sort of how? What's the tips and tricks for filmmakers out there? Is is pe- that's the first thing people ask? Is I want to make a movie. How the fuck do I do it? because money is a main aspect. What is your techniques? What do you do? Do you do packs? Do you do presentations? How do you speak to investors? Yeah, I think...
3: um You know, if if you're a lot of a lot of British films get a lot of backing from um, you know, the BFI or, or you know, the UK Film Council before that. A lot of Indian films don't. But yeah. Mm. <laughs> but, but if yeah, they're yeah. if they're sort of in that art house sort of wheel, yes. Yes. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, if they tick all those boxes. And and I guess I always um uh, made it harder for myself by not making, not wanting to make those sort of films. It's not that I don't appreciate them, and I love scoring them, but cool. they're just not the sort of films that I like. When Scott and I set out, we wanted to sort of really try and bring commercial movies to the UK, mm. um, and, and on have. a and on a budget. Totally, do you yeah. know what I mean? Um,
0: the final score was amazing, brilliant, brilliant movie. Yeah, yeah he, really, he cool.
3: did, he did very well. It was a big film, <laughs> for him, so it was good. Um, and getting West Ham Stadium. Was totally. Well, we, yeah. we
0: shot at West Ham Stadium for the
2: that, craze. That was the genesis of that
0: project. Yeah. It was, came was from it the... It's, it's, it's it because we
2: were there shooting yeah. pickups. There you go. Yeah. Um, that it was like, hey, That's they're right. going to blow this place up. We should make Die Hard. Yeah, uh, I remember
0: stadium. the conversation with Craig Touri. Yeah, I think I was stood there when they had that conversation. They "So that was the element Chewy for final on score." It, just saying, but uh, foolish, he went above foolish, his head yeah. sorry, and great, uh, we got the film done.
2: We're great. So sorry, yeah, James carry
0: on. Uh, yeah. Well, no, so,
3: so I mean, bit. I think <laughs> if you're trying to make commercial movies, it's it's. I always equate it to the Wild Wild West. You know, in the uh, you, you literally you just have to go out there, and unfortunately. In the film world, in when you're trying to make those commercial movies and, you, and you're independent and you're not in a studio system and you're not with you know the BFI or, or or system like that, there are no rules. And so unfortunately, because of that, you do end up working with a lot of sharks <laughs> and a lot of people who, mm. you know, yeah. it takes a long time to yeah. educate yourself. And there's no way of doing that. There is You can't go to a school that educates you into how to go out there and find a, you know, an independent financier who wants to make a commercial movie um you just have to you just have to learn as you as you go by and you know and and on the first couple of movies scott and i made you know we got totally fucked over um Mm. and and you just you just have to go through that process learn. but in terms of how do i get my film finances it's it's just about going out there but and putting yourself out there and you know going out to la or 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 um you know, rummaging through IMDb and and trying to find people who have made these sort of movies before and then try and get in in a room with them. I think what really helped, like Clive, who was a first-time director on Mara, Mm. it was really hard to sell him um, because he'd really only done one short before and, you know, it hadn't done incredibly well across the circuit. It was a great short, but it just just hadn't got that attention that we would have hoped for. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think, yes making what we did on Mara and on a couple of other films as well is we put together a like a sizzle really and i'm not talking about cutting together scenes from other movies and saying this is what i want to be like sure. but actually putting up like five ten twenty grand finding that money and going out and making a like a a, a promo of the movie you want to make like you know we're sort of just seeing who, who you can get in as actors you know mm-hmm. craig was great he he was part of the promo mara not yeah. being the same role in the film um and so you know trying to get a little bit of money and do that um, and then make a really, really, really good promo pack. Like for Mara, we, we did, it was the best one we'd ever done. It was, um, and Clive was responsible for this, you know, you know, we gave him direction, but he put it together. Um, and it, and it was literally, it was a diary of, of kate as you know because she's basically like a psychologist in a way Mm -hmm. um it, it was it was a diary of hers and it had like you know what she thought about dougie and then what is mara and all this sort of stuff and and it just it was it was a really well done like a notebook style and i think if you have that and a good promo um and then you know you, that's that's how you sell yourself especially if you're like a first time director sort of mm. thing obviously once you your second time you've got a film to show people
0: totally and what about the financials did you, you you plan all that in there and your waterfall and stuff like that is that part of your packs
3: yeah yeah, yeah. i mean that, th- th- we had a creative pack and a, and a finance pack yeah mm-hmm. so different packs um uh
0: i suppose it helps the more films you make as well in terms of you can go well look this film did this and look what we made yeah this one did this so therefore you become more of a yeah a viable option
2: for yeah. investors yeah you
3: have to sell 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 definitely
2: mm. i just want to say in terms of from a directing point of view mm. in that sense of like james is saying you know if you if you don't if you can't put together thirty five thousand or twenty five thousand versus a real mm. what what i really think is uh Incredibly useful is 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 a deck or 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 lookbook, and yeah. and and I religiously do them for each film. And for a while, I felt, um, to be honest, I was compelled to do them, but I felt a little silly. Mm-hmm. I felt like I was wandering around with a collage, like a toddler. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like a full grown man with it, yeah. a yeah. child, and I, I'm like, I've got I pictures. Drew <laughs> I drew a poster. True, <laughs> really, and yeah. and it was. I think I got a little bit of confidence. Um, a few years ago, I was doing a comedy, and we were trying to get uh, David Arquette to be in it, mm-hmm. and we, I sort of got a meeting with him. No one thought we didn't have any money to give him. We didn't think we'd be able to do it. It was a micro-budget, and it, it was it was David Arquette and I alone, and it was the lookbook that got him to come on board. And after that, I felt more confident, mm. um, but I do think for cast and for investors, that – presentation of, of a director's vision what you want the film to be yeah. is so important and you don't need money to do that you yeah. you need time and, and and effort that's how I got the dare made was 100% that the fact yeah. that I'd done the full lookbook
0: full pack full presentation of how I'm going to do it with scenes why, what this means and then I did a, a sizzle reel as well yeah. and eventually they sort of go all right it'd be my first film they eventually believe in you and go yeah. okay
1: I'm going to But when do you it so you when when you'd made your sizzle reel and your your lookbook mm-hmm. where did you go we like right now out to the world or well how- that was that was the problem. It's yeah. then where do you put it? And yeah. like James was saying,
0: you kind of from going to events and meetings and wherever yeah. it is, events festivals, festivals yeah. you just keep knocking on doors and sending it to the right, mm. anyone really. And it's exhausting. As it's well. exhausting. You feel like
2: a whore. Mm. You do. Yeah. 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 Festivals also were were a big part of of my journey. Yeah, yeah because I the, there was I think a lot of the film industry is about uh, rejection. Um, mm. Certainly when you're starting out, I think it's about rejection and getting a lot of no's.
3: You have to learn how to deal with that. And I mm. think
2: that it, and it can be. Uh, it can be you know heartbreaking and soul-destroying but i think what the festivals allowed me to do is you kind know, of I did some shorts and they were at uh los angeles film festival and um uh sundance um yeah, yeah, and man. these places uh gave me they, they sort of celebrate the filmmaker and they yeah. they encouraged uh, me and friends at the time to crack on and so i think that's a great environment
1: have you had any either of you uh, moments where you're like oh fuck it you know or has there been you know a lowest moment or a point where you're like I'm just hitting my head against the same brick wall or has there ever been a uh, that kind of... All the time. Good. Most days.
2: All the time. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But I, you know... And I, it
0: doesn't, it, like... It gets easier but, but it's harder. Good it's good to know <laughs> that. <you> know, <laughs> easier like, but harder. Like, yeah, right? easier yeah. but the harder. The problem but with yeah. part
1: of the process is rejection, the no's, the, yeah. it's not going to happen. It's,
3: <laughs> yeah. And you're always trying to, ele- like, you're always trying to do better the next time. You're always sure. trying to, our... Well, yeah ambition is to do bigger and, yeah, and, and better and films meet, oh, yes. that want? and yeah. so you know if you've done a five or six million dollar film mm. and your next one you want to do a 15 mm. you know people aren't just going to go oh yeah great we'll give you 10 million more dollars totally. next time you know you 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 have to go through a similar process we're like okay we'll do a lookbook again and and we'll put together a little thing and do you know what I mean like mm. and you still have to absolutely and i it's, think, it's yeah it's not it's not yeah. basically what i'm trying to say is is once you've done a movie there aren't just going to be hundreds of people lined up going oh yeah, yeah, yeah you want to do your next one like yeah. unless it's like just gone astronomical. Yeah.
0: Like yeah. The, or the human centipede,
3: yeah. which you scored
0: the second <laughs> one <mono>, on. Just to <laughs> drop
1: that, in. that. Pleasure. Out. Pleasure. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but I think Again, <laughs> no notes. Yeah, no notes. All <laughs> you in my have head. to you have to love making films and you have to love yeah. love the process and, and really not be able to do anything else. Because there's a lot easier ways to to make a living, you know, frankly. Mm-hmm. And I think also what I've learned over time is there there is a sort of um there there the there is a there, it's sort of arbitrary sometimes,
1: and so then you find as well once you've gone into, yeah, one festival that the floodgates open. Oh, yeah, guys, you sorry, we can you can talk. Uh, do you need to? I spread? might have to go and, yeah, if that's so, sorry. of course, because yeah. it's your screen I tonight. No, no, has yeah. been this, brilliant. this is very, it's very fun. Of the conversation, yeah. James, any, any closing thoughts? No, no, any, uh, what can we ask? Well, a little bit of advice, uh, last bit of advice yeah. before
0: you shoot off and go get a pint.
1: um
3: just yeah like to to be honest i i can't stress enough just about whether you're a composer or 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 producer trying to put something together just put yourself out there like and it's it's hard because you know you've been scrounging around for years anyway on no money Mm -hmm. but you know sometimes just just trying to put together a little bit of extra cash just to like go to america or go to can or go to something you know like the festivals are great because um uh you know everyone's in the same place yes you know you can hit the american the european the Brit- the british film industry all at the same time yeah. um if you
1: only had the money to do one this year or next year what would you do good what would be your your good question all, uh, all, all all everything on black
3: everything on <laughs> black yeah
2: um
1: afm today. i've never been to yeah. afm yeah it's, AFM. it's better than
3: can but you af got, yeah afm's very different in the um it's more of a market though isn't it yeah it's it's, it. it's a purely market mm. thing yeah. but everyone's still there so, if you wanted to try and, and uh, I mean, the only problem with FM is that because it's a market, everyone is selling, I think, well, they're selling every market all the time, but it can get too busy. So, you know, people will cancel and stuff. So, I think yeah. in the, I think just after FM, like towards the back end of FM, as things are slowing down, head yeah. up there.
1: Do you start meetings before you go or when you get there?
3: Um, before you go. Yeah. Before okay. you go, but but leave room. Yep. Like always, leave room in schedule because you'll always meet someone. You'll yeah. go out for a drink one night, and they'll be like, "Oh, you should meet Jeff." Yeah. And like, oh, cool. Yeah. Jeff. And then you meet
1: Paramount Jeff. Like, President. Yeah. 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 Oh, Jeff. Jeff
3: will be like, "You haven't met Roger." Yeah. Like, no. <laughs> you like? And you're like, I don't yeah. have any time there." strict <laughs> schedule,
1: <laughs> and you're not. Yeah. yeah.
3: So yeah. I like plan a few, but spread them out, and always just be prepared that your schedule will change every day. Uh, but yeah amazing James Oberbach thank you thank, thank you, you so you. much thank you Giles really appreciate it my it's pleasure Jay. man
2: thank you Zach thank you I'll be nice out in five minutes you. can you just make sure the posters are up I'm, that's what I'm thank modeling. you keep <laughs> your mind <market for laughs> he's, he's still producing he's, he's still, still working, working. he's <laughs> 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 still producing
0: even now all right, guys. cheers James all right. cheers James so, yeah, let's jump into the career then real quick before yeah. you've got to go, because it's a big screening tonight. Cast and crew, we don't want to hold you up too long, but I love the film. I thought it was, like I say, balls to the wall, action, just so cool, and Olga Kurilenka was just so, just, I can't believe how much she got beat up and kept going. I was yeah, like, and
1: it's really scrotching. Oh, my God. It's, it's good, it's really yeah. Like, it's gory like and all the, brilliant. It's, uh, and there's some really good, like, there's some very, very inventive, and ooh, that's, how, that's yeah. a, a genre. Um, <laughs> some of the kills in there are really... Imaginative
2: Oh cool But before we
0: get Just jump back on how It it actually came about How the money happened How it actually became This brilliant film that What it
2: is Well it was It was offered to me uh, By a producer uh, Named Andy Prendergast Who'd been developing it Mm -hmm. And um, I thought it was uh, I thought I liked the script I liked Mm. that it was something That would work internationally Um, You know I'd been doing these British gangster films That are great But they really Only really really work In the UK um so it had that that scope that international appeal um as an action film it was a clever script but the the main character was it was a guy and um it was really a signature that got behind the idea of um of the career of being a woman uh-huh. So it's a great idea, and that changed right? everything for me yeah. it's so yeah. much more interesting yeah. because it, it really gets to you get to play with the gender dynamics of mm-hmm. you know um, at Shaw's character, Nick is, is the damsel in distress, you know, yeah. and, and, and he's a likable guy, but he's, you know, not a protector at all, right? So yeah. he's the one in these types of films, usually is a pretty girl. And, um, the courier, uh, Olga Krylenka's character has this violent skill set, um, and she's the protector. So that, that was really fun and interesting to sort of get into that and their dynamic. And would it be romantic, you know, like mm. the transporter franchise, you know, he ends up usually getting the girl. So sure. we looked at that and we were like, no. Nah. I'm, I'm yeah. Hit, yeah. and then with um It's not a spoiler that
0: by the way. <laughs> yeah, no. no, but and
2: then you know with with Amit and Olga actually in rehearsals finding that and doing mm. rewrites and finding they had almost like a sort of brother sister dynamic. Um yes. that yeah, that that cool. that worked and an odd couple dynamic yeah. that mm. worked. Um but to jump back so so when we made it um we changed the script in that way. Um and then uh James um you know, got Olga to meet with us and, and she came aboard the project. And then... That must have um, been a great moment, right? When you, you meet Olga and she's fantastic and she's like, well, yeah, I'd love to do this. No, it was extraordinary. And, yeah. and I think, you know, I won't get used to it as as a filmmaker, but Olga was my first choice to play The Courier. And she said yes. And that was, you know, very exciting. And mm. then Gary Oldman was my first choice to play Zico Mennings. And and he, you know, said yes. Um And that was... And then we got Dermot Maroney, who, totally. you know, was like always... It's
1: good to hear you got some rehearsal
2: time as well. Yeah, right, again, on. Yeah, no, James is great. He fought for that. But and, not with and... Gary. No. <laughs> well, we had, you know, we had like a sort of day where we, you know, we, we walked through the locations and. and oh, and so we, he, we He came to set or you like, a, yeah. yeah. just yeah. didn't do accent
1: at that point. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. We're not going to do accent. You still should have do it. Oh, try, try a little bit? A little yeah. yeah, do you want to do it? No. He's like, no. How long were you shooting for?
2: I think we had 20 two days all in
1: okay so it's pretty wow, that's, it's tight. A, you know tight yeah. and a lot you must have it was well, tight you know, yeah. long day six day weeks or how do you how do you plan uh, your, do you have any do you have any insistence on your I mean i I've, I've always tried to sort of say it never works. I've only had it done once, but try and do five day weeks, but really long days. Yeah, because mm. cooler a bit. And it's actually a quite. A, it works out better. But yeah.
0: um I did a mix on nights. Yeah, we did a mix. Did you? So yeah, yeah, yeah. And that worked, Really worked. I it think it works. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. I think if you give your crew a weekend off, it, they can come the back more it. revitalized. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: I find six day weeks can be tough. People mm. just feel um, I mean, you don't you reset. Feel, do you? Everyone gets no. too tired. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you did six on this on the. Courier. No, we did. We did. uh uh, what do you call it? Fortnite splits, where, okay. um yeah, yeah. where you so, and you know the, we, I think the, I think what we one of the things we did right on the couriers is, is we had um, we we kind of had to for the schedules we we did split units, mm. um so we had a we had a a second unit um and, and by the end because you know we got a little behind yeah <laughs> uh, the last day um I had I think. Uh, five five units going at the same time. Wow. And, and that was pretty, pretty five cool. yeah. units. bouncing
1: between all units or do you have yeah. a second unit director or how did you Well, it was up? a little of both. I unit, I, actually, I, unit. I, did it, I, <laughs> I did a
2: similar thing on Foot Soldier for some similar reason because we didn't have that long shoot mm. and we were trying to do a lot and I think it worked because on Foot Soldier we were in a soundstage or kind of a warehouse at Peacock. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> it's great. And on The Courier we were in a parking garage. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so because it was all we were all sort of in one location, but far enough from each other that we could we could shoot at the same time that was able to happen at the same time yeah. um and it and it so i it was you know I would try to have as many on monitors and see as it's all happening at the same time, and I think three I was watching as they' were happening, and I think two were just uh you know, hoping for the best and yeah, saw the footage la- later.
0: Mm. I mean, he had a great stunt team, but Peter Pedrero did it, right? And obviously he did final score and I actually met him on the crates, right? I think of Jude also did that, Jude Poyer as well. But yeah. Um, yeah, that I mean, the stunts in this are just outrageous. I mean, they're just so good. Just the fights, just, I was like, yep, that works, yep, that works. Every hit, I was like, oh, geez. Yeah, no,
2: they, they, you know, Peter and the team they have a lot of experience and it, and it, and it's great and it's I love that it's one of my favorite you know favorite parts of 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 action films is that Choreography and that sort of mm. dance, you know, where you everything's trying to work at the same time. You're trying yeah. to work with camera and location and stunts and teams. Yeah. And when it all works, which you know, <laughs> which it can on a tight schedule, sometimes it does. It's yeah. just beautiful. And did they rehearse beforehand? So, yeah, and Olga, yeah, Olga like, and Peter and and uh Lee Charles, they all they all uh worked really hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, as you
1: might, mu- yeah, because looking at it, I was like, this, has to have been choreographed. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, you couldn't so like, have done, really done this injured, on the
2: day, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. no, absolutely. It's a, they put a lot into it, yeah, And when you came on board. Was the money already in place? Was it already a Go project? No. Um, so, so you know, basically James and I put it together. Um, right. So Signature... Um, we love Signature. Who did you deal with the most there? Was it? Well, I've known Mark Goldberg for a while. Great. Um, great. I feel like I've made a ton of movies with Mark uh, now because Signature also they the, distributed they the, distribute the your craze. films. Yeah, yeah, of course.
0: Yeah, so you went out and found the money and uh, well got Signature on board because of yeah your relationship with them and the fact that you've done really well with your films and, and make great films. You're an exciting pair of hands, and that's that must be a really good place to be, right? To go. Well, we want to go and make this.
2: No, it was exciting, and actually, I want to. I remember because. Um, Uh, You know, Signature got behind it, I think at a, you know, smaller budget. And I had a list of names Mm. that they would finance it with. And I had a piece of paper with a list of names. And I went out to L.A. and to sort of meet with covering agents. And so it was exciting that we ended up getting a bigger cast and then a bigger film. um, And it all came together. And, and, you know, Mark Goldberg got behind it. And Mm -hmm. um, it wouldn't have happened had he not stepped up. That's great.
0: I was at the um, Signature launch it's a couple of weeks ago, and your film and my film were there next to each other on the oh, posters. Cool. Is, yeah? How cool was that? The Courier you and uh, Arthur and Merlin next to each other. Um, it's cool. We better let us exactly yeah, yeah, Thank you both. so much. Thank Very quickly. Look,
1: ten seconds. Uh, quick bit of advice for anybody listening.
2: Yeah, just, uh, just do what you think is good and... Um, don't give up keep cracking at it and attend your own premiere there you go (laughs) (laughs) The Courier
0: is out now everyone do go see it it's out today this will be out Tuesday so it's out now go watch it thank you guys so much Zach thank you for your time pleasure take care well there you have it that was uh, this week's podcast with Zach Adler and James Edward Barker I hope you learned loads it was a real joy and a treat to chat with them oh that's so much fun okay so uh, next week's podcast like I say is going to be with Anthony McCartan um, writer producer of The Darkest Hour and of course uh, he wrote Bohemian Rhapsody and The Two Popes which is out now do go see it Wow, Uh, what a lineup we have for you. And then January the 7th, we have the fantastic Kirstie Wilson-Cairns, who screenwrote 1917, which I just loved, loved seeing that movie. It was so bloody good. Uh, For those of you who are looking for the discount for Rain Dance, um, we have a really cool offer for you this week, um, because there's been no better time to go make your movie, but your bank account says otherwise. Right, that's one of our main issues, is the problem. But in this low-to-no-budget class at Raindance, you'll be taught to create a film from concept to distribution with little-to-no-budget. It's going to be a really, really cool course. Uh, use L-O-T-O-N-O, film 20. lotono film 20. Uh, who wrote that? Bailey, come on. <laughs> Bailey at Raindance, that's a tough one. It link us into the show notes to that. Uh, L-O-T-O-N-O, film 20. And you can get 20% off that course and you can start your New Year's resolution in 1080p. I like that. That's kind of cool. Uh, and that date is, it's over one weekend, and it's Saturday and Sunday, the 17th and 18th of October. So it's ages away. So you can prepare and build for that, but you get 20% off as uh, so it's a big weekend course. It is nice price. So therefore that discount is properly worth using. Um, And the link to that is in the show notes. I'm not going to read that out again. Um, Shout-outs this week go to Tessie Anderson, Torsten Collinge, Diane Knight, and Neil McHenry-West, who has a new GoFundMe page for his short film Asylum that he wants to make it's a proof of concept for his next feature he made the film Containment which is a really cool sci-fi indie film and he will be appearing on the podcast next year in 2020 as well and to remind you a Serial Killers Guide to Life is out January the 13th I will be peddling this a lot because I do want you to support Stanton, Cousins Row and Poppy Rowe will be on the next Make Your Film which is on January the 28th talking about how they made A Serial Killer's Guide to Life. And obviously I can join in because I produced the movie, um, which was so much fun, uh, and how you can go make a movie on micro-budget and go out there and do it with crowdfunding and the help of your friends. You can do it it's not impossible Um, make things happen and like I say Make Your Film is on the 28th they're our first guests the second and third guests will be announced very soon but do not miss out on the early bird tickets if you want them they're only seven quid I mean it's nothing seven quid great networking night in London learn about indie filmmaking and Hollywood filmmaking what have you got to lose listen go out have a great holiday season do it wherever you live in the world i know it's not christmas for everyone but it is the holiday season and if you get a chance to write and create during that time do it don't sit back. Don't just go, oh, I'm just going to watch Netflix again. Unless you're watching The Two Pokes, which you're allowed to do. And of course, unless you're watching The Courier, which of course you're allowed to do. But maybe think when you're watching those films about how they shot it. Think about how they, how they got the money for it and how you can do that too. And you can go out there in 2020 and make your film and make it happen. Believe in yourself. I want to hear about your success stories. Get in touch with me at FilmmakersPod or at Giles Alderson. And stay in touch. Let me know what's happening. You can make your indie film, but know who your audience is and get out there and do it. And remember, if you're lucky enough to rise up and do well, it's your duty to send the elevator back down. Until next Tuesday, which will be Monday. So until next Monday, um, have a good holiday break. I love you all. Thank you so much for supporting and I'll, uh, I'll see you very soon. Bye for now.